Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Oh, greetings right back at you, brother. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show. And welcome to you as well. I'm Mark Lawrence, Mr. Joe McGranahan, directly across from me and diametrically opposed, opposed to me. Everything you have to say. On everything I have to say. So, thank you. And he knows what I'm going to say before I say it. You're we might as well today be. Today is Wednesday, but I dispute that. We might as well be married. Y- your claim today <laughs> is Wednesday is dubious. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say before I say it, and you don't agree with it. So. That's right. All right. So. Well, just generally, I would disagree with anything you have to say. Otherwise, we won't have a very interesting program. Well, it is wonderful to be back in the catbird seat. We enjoyed a great discussion yesterday with the uh, state Senate candidates in the 27th District. So glad John Gordon is willing to do this. So many incumbents have say, I will not give my opponent the time of day. They won't debate them. Uh, we couldn't get a U.S. congressional debate going here. We tried to get some other debates going. Just no discussions were available. League of Women Voters had the same situation. Nobody wanted to talk to them. So uh, fortunately, uh, we, do, we did have one election for them. And all of the candidates have been on the program. So I guess you'll have to go back to the archives, and you can kind of find out where they stand on important issues. So we invite you to go to the WKOK podcast page, and you can find that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so great discussion yesterday. And uh, Kevin Herr gets extra producer credits. Uh, Rob was the producer, but Kevin was the engineer. Uh, I had to wear his headset that he wears at Chicken Me football games. <laughs> I hope you thoroughly sanitized it. it. <laughs> yes. I was going to buy my own set, but Kevin said, well, the ones that he has are $500, so I wasn't going to buy my own headset yesterday. No, that wouldn't wouldn't but, be prudent. No, that, thank you. Yeah, well said. I have the ones that I You're use. You're saving that money for the new Ranger you want. Well, there's an update on that, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we have uh, um, a lot to talk about t- today. So we would just love if you would uh, give us a buzz today, one 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. That's our toll-free line. It is open today. Uh, lots of things we can talk about. Joe Biden was uh, out somewhere yesterday campaigning, not in Pennsylvania. Melania Trump was in Pennsylvania yesterday, and Ivanka Trump is coming to Pennsylvania today. So, of course, this big battleground state that is Pennsylvania, very, very important. I escorted, uh, went with, uh, while my father voted yesterday. So the first time he's ever voted in advance, but went to the Northumberland County Election Office, which is running like a well-run top right now, uh, got his ballot, filled it out, and... Uh, you filled out his ballot. Well, no, he filled problem. it out. No, 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 he filled it out. You I said didn't. got his ballot. And I don't know who he voted for. I, I happen to know he's a registered Republican, but beyond that, I didn't... You can't quite see what, you know, these guys are doing when they're... Well, you shouldn't look anyway, Filling out the clip. Well, you can <laughs> Yeah, I, do. I wasn't looking. I have a photo of him filling out one of the forms, though. I'll show you that. But, uh, yeah, so that he was interesting. But, anyway, so, yeah, other topics today. President uh, Trump, uh, once again, 
repeated yesterday that he hopes to have a vaccine by the end of the year, if not sooner. I just love that Well, you phrase. know, here's what's interesting about that, and I had this yesterday. We didn't get to talk about it. But, you know, the president is being uh, pilloried by Joe Biden over his pandemic response, and Joe has a plan. You know, his TV ads say President Trump doesn't have a plan, but Joe has a plan. Why isn't he sharing it with the rest of the world? The AP, the AP printed a story yesterday. A French doctor warned Monday that his country has lost control of the epidemic. A day after health authorities reported more than 52,000 new coronavirus cases as nations across Europe enact more sweeping restrictions to try to slow the surging infection rates. Spain, the first European country to surpass one million confirmed night cases, declared a state of emergency Sunday that included a nationwide overnight curfew, a cap of six people on social What's gatherings. Relevance. Well, where's Joe Biden's plan if he doesn't want to help America? To so it's not election, on his website. Why isn't he helping? Why isn't he? Well, what is he doing? In other words, he has this great plan that's going to solve I'm the problem. Saying, is it on his website? I don't know. I haven't seen it there. But all oh, these people, okay. well, all these other yeah. countries are having the same problem we're having, that the, it's spiking. So and you, you keep blame coming the up president with this, for this. is ridiculous. You keep coming up with this evidence that shows that uh, Joe Biden has no health care plan, which I sincerely No, no. The sincere, president has no health care plan. Joe Biden has no plan to end the pandemic. Okay. Oh, I see. He doesn't have a <laughs> pandemic plan. Right. Well, he has talked about listening to the doctor, so that would be one factor in well, not calling them idiots. We're doing that anyhow. No, I don't think we are. We're just calling them names <laughs> while we're the doing it. The president's holding super spreader <laughs> events all over the U.S., so I don't think that would be considered, quote, listening to the doctors. Okay, but all these people unquote. in France and these other countries that are taking all these massive steps and shutting back down again, they're having a worse problem than we are. So you're saying that uh, when it all boils down to it, Joe Biden is as pathetic as President no, Trump? No, I'm saying when it all, all boils down to it is that this is not a pandemic that's easy to control no matter what you do. I think the president took reasonable steps. I think the governor took reasonable steps. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Your view on this so, folks, the Joe Biden non-plan for uh, helping us get through the pandemic. We'd love your remark on that. 1-800-795-9565 on the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. You can email us, as one individual has done. That's at onthemarket.com. We have some texts left over from yesterday, so we'll read those on the radio as well today. 70236. Cindy, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. First, my compliments for the program yesterday. I really appreciated how you did not inject your opinion into the questions and that you held your tongue and allowed the two candidates to speak freely back and forth with each other about the issues that were at hand. Well done. I wish the national debates were more like what you did yesterday, Mark. Well I should done. do a presidential debate, huh? <laughs> I wish. I wish. I don't really want to hear. I don't care. Pardon me for being so blunt. I don't care what your opinion is, Mark. You're not <laughs> running for office. Mm-hmm. You know, when they, when they run these debates nationally, you get five-minute questions out of the uh, reporters. I f- I'm so frustrated with that. Let the candidates say what they have to say. Let them respond to each other. That's what you did. It was excellent. That being said, it was I was taken aback. The one person who I intended to support, she, I, I had, I've changed my mind because she appeared to be very ill-informed or misinformed. You pick your thing, but time after time, she was corrected on things that she said, and I happen to know the corrections were correct. In fact, as she was speaking, I was shaking my head no in my kitchen. That's not right. That's not true. So that was very disconcerting to me. Finally, I want to say, Mark, I guess you and I understand the word listen differently. I think when I listen, I hear, I 
Focus my attention on the words that you're sharing with me. Is that what you think listen means? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Okay, good. Because I'll walk down this path to the woodshed. Yes, right. So without a doubt, I believe that President Trump has listened. He meets with these people every day. I watched him with them on television. There's no doubt that he listens to these people. He even obeyed much of their advice. For example, when they came out back in February or March, whenever it was in, said, never mind, don't bother wearing masks, then he backed them on that. It was the physicians who made a strategic error in saying that. Why people bludgeoned President Trump for it is beyond me. The physicians, several of them, never mind the masks, that we don't need you to wear the masks. They had a reason for it. They wanted to hoard them, to save them, to reposition them, to help the first responders and the medical people have the masks. They knew they would become in short supply. I get that. But to blame President Trump for not listening, as you say, to the experts would be false. He did, and they were wrong. And therefore, now, this put us on this more challenging path but everybody wants to absolve the experts. You know, in the beginning, the experts came out and said, this will be just like the flu. You can get online and you can watch them saying it. Now they've changed their opinion. I get that. That's what science is about. It changes. But who gets blamed for that statement? The physicians who told Mr. Trump that this was the case? No. They blame Trump. I just find it incredible. You know, I, I'm not saying the man's a saint, but to he put the blame where the blame belongs. That's Amen. what I say. Amen. And I'm he with does you. listen to the physicians. He does not always follow their advice. I listen to my physician. I don't always take her advice. It's <laughs> yeah, a my choice. cholesterol, my cholesterol is still high. All right. Well, first of all, let's, let's start at the beginning. Thank you for the kind words about the election forum. That was fun. It always beats working when you get to do something like that. So I, I enjoyed that uh, hearing well, both sides excellent. and giving them a excellent. chance to respond and then respond again so that really they could try to clarify or exhaust a topic. If you, uh, incidentally, if you want another view of it, you said you talked about one candidate who appeared to be ill-informed. There was another. Similar Similar uh, Meet the Candidates form conducted by the Chamber of Commerce, and it's online at YouTube uh, with the same two candidates, if you're interested. Yeah, and that's on I their am, Facebook well, page. Well, I'm going to have to write in my own name or my husband's name. Maybe I'll write in your name, Mark. <laughs> not but a, I, I can't vote for either of those people. Not a John anyway, Gordner. Why, why, why won't you vote for John Gordner? If you don't mind my asking, and, and you can just decline to answer if you wish. Well, first of all, I have an anti-incumbent incumbent opinion, oh, okay. I, and he's been there a long time. But secondly, many times the actions he's take uh, are counter to what I would see happen, and so I can't support him. Well, yeah, he's glued to the Republican leadership in, in some cases anyway. Okay, uh, okay. so now on to the president. Yeah, I, I suppose he does. I didn't realize that he met with the doctors on a regular basis, so that's good news to hear. Uh, I, I only know what I see, not from what I hear from him, but from what I see, that he holds uh, massive rallies without any distancing or masks and, of course, continues to hold White House functions without masks. I do understand that some folks wore masks at the event 
president for the swearing-in of Amy Coney Barrett. So that's, of course, an, an upgrade there. But he continues to thumb his nose at the risks associated with COVID. I don't have respect for that. That is, of course, his prerogative and his opportunity. And absolutely everybody who goes to any Donald Trump rally and doesn't wear a mask and is elbow to elbow with everybody else there, that's their wonderful freedom of opportunity. So I would never, ever, ever take that away. It, it just seems hard to me how you can in any way claim that you've truly listened to and then not heed the sound advice of your good experts that he has in the White House. So perhaps, yeah, I'll concede the point. Perhaps he listens all day long and only talks when we see him in person. But uh, by the time it boils down to actions, uh, you know, it's you, you see but what Cindy, I see. Cindy's right. Doctors give us advice all the time. My doctor advised, <laughs> yes. advised right, me not, that's to their prerogative. Eat, not to eat much yep. pasta, but, you know, no I love pasta, there. so I eat pasta. <laughs> right. And these are choices that we all make. And right. we're allowed to make these choices. I don't believe for one minute that if Mr. Trump was only seen with a mask on his face, that that would change the behavior of America. I think this is a false premise that anti-Trump people are putting out there. I believe that pe- we, what we're seeing is people making individual choices, no matter what the, uh, they're um, exhorted to do ex- by, no matter how many experts come on, no matter who stands up and says this is what we should do. And part of that is, frankly, the experts' own fault, as I said before. This would be a different discussion, I'm sure, if they hadn't come out and said, no, no, don't worry about those masks. Hey, it's just going to be like the flu. They said those things. President Trump didn't make this up. It's easily right. documented. Go look online. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Check the story. They planted these seeds. Check the stories from Europe. Europe's not having any better luck containing this virus than we are. And they supposedly have these wonderful, competent leaders. (laughs) The, uh, yes, the uh, heeding of this uh, sound advice. Well, just one last word on this, and this isn't refuting what uh, Cindy said. I happen to agree with her remarks. But I think there are times when the president is really should set an example, whether it's a White House function or a political rally or his own personal behavior. You should set a good example, this idea about boasting about having immunity and he can do whatever he wants. Uh, that could very well be true. It seems to be that people for a short time do have immunity. But uh, as commander-in-chief of uh, 350 million uh, people, or not commander of them, but the commander-in-chief of the U.S. and uh, the president for 350 million people, I think there are times when you really should set an example for the country and not go against but I think that's what is exactly sound what he's advice doing. and Mark, sound information. That's exactly what he's doing. He's setting an example. Right, a bad that, one. No, he's no setting an example that, that, you know, we cannot live in a cave till this is over, that we've <laughs> got to find some way to get out and about and be careful. No one is suggesting hide in the basement. Well, that's what Joe Biden's doing. Well, look how it's working, too. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be. Well, people respect that uh, the fact that he's limiting his exposure. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are using COVID as a, a pivot point you know, to to decide how they might go on the election. If it weren't for the coronavirus, I would think President Trump would win re-election. But, uh, and, in fact, I still think he's going to win re-election, but that's another topic. But I think a lot of people are using coronavirus as the litmus test, well, how, how, how he's handled this. 
And I think you can show he's done a few things right, and I think you can show that he's done a lot of things uh, deadly wrong. I prefer to have someone who exudes optimism and confidence. I get enough of the crepe hanging. When I switch back and forth between MSNBC and CNN in the morning, we're going to die. Not Yeah, it's constant. <laughs> a drumbeat. Oh, he's going to kill us. We're all going to die. Super spreader events. People are collapsing in the streets. None of that's happening. One of our good listeners sends me a text and says, do you actually know, Mark, if anybody at a Trump rally got coronavirus? I would think if they did, you would be hearing a lot of news stories about huge spikes in certain towns. If in Blair County there suddenly is a massive upswing, then maybe you you would have some reason to say... Well, in corollary to the text, then, if if you don't hear about any super spread... Like, I call them super spreader events, because that's sort of what they appear to be. Because that's what the mainstream media calls them. Well, no, that's my version of it. That's what they appear to be. But if they aren't, then maybe the president is right, and maybe his example is spot on. You know, make your choice, and of course, you know, in that crowd, law of averages, somebody's got to have coronavirus, but it doesn't turn into a pandemic because of the crowd. might fit in front of that potential mm-hmm. but i never hear them say a potential super spreader event <laughs> it's always a definitive it's a super spreader event <laughs> well and i love dr fauci who in one interview said well there's no actual definition of super spreader it's a, a media term later did another interview and said hey guess what the president had a super spreader event at the white house <laughs> i thought wait doc you apparently have uh, reinforcing cindy's argument have helped wikipedia <laughs> define that i guess all right we got text to callers emails one 800 795 if you want to be in queue we'll take a quickie break we'll be right back whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. You'll always be treated like a champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under $20,000 for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays. L.A. Dodgers, no matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. All right. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, read the, the uh, email that's right in the middle box there. The one in the this one? Yeah, right there. Right okay, there. well, that's just sent in. It says, wow, you are fired up this morning. Trump is to blame, period. White House website lists ending corona pandemic as one of its accomplishments. Need I say more? Please drink coffee and not Kool-Aid or cool side. <laughs> no, I prefer Kool-Aid if you don't mind. Right, and then uh, somebody texted right in the middle panel there. These counties include... Oh, that's not a text. That's from our producer. And he says, uh, let's see, these counties include... Uh, Blue Earth County and Beltrani County in Minnesota, Lackawanna County and Dauphin County in Pennsylvania, and Marathon County in Wisconsin. According to the analysis, doesn't say what analysis, those five counties reported 1,500 new COVID-19 cases in the two weeks following the president's rallies. That's no a in- 
I'm sorry, that's from USA Today analysis. That should also be on your screen there. No, it's not. Okay, oh. uh, but in this any was of it, in Newsweek is where I found this. But it has not. It does nothing to say that oh, it's absolutely related to him. We know they, they didn't do tracebacks to see if these people were at his <laughs> rallies. I assume it was. It wasn't the gathering of thousands of unmasked people the previous seem, week. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Well, got, well, how many counties there? All those counties and only 1,500 new cases over a two-week period. All right. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's from from Newsweek. Very reliable no, information. I think did you say Newsweek, Rob? Yes, he did. Yes, okay, Newsweek. okay, yes. thank you. Another progressive website says in eleven instances, or in eleven instances, there was a post-event increase above the pre-event trend, with an increase defined as either a new case count rising above the pre-event average. The authors found increases after rallies in Minnesota, uh, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, specifically Middletown, Pennsylvania, and Old Forge, Pennsylvania, uh, Virginia, and Ohio. But hardly in the category of super spreader. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, just uh, Maybe a modest, in, like 1,500 people, not that many. And, of course, the media reports that none of these people are wearing masks. This is awful. I know. I, I noticed that. That's an asterisk in every story. The uh, AP has that Melania Trump wasn't wearing a mask with uh, Kellyanne Conway the yesterday. Fact, they ignore the fact that Leslie Stahl was not wearing a mask during part of the interview with the president. Was she six feet away from him? No. After, oh, afterwards, she, she was walking up and talking to the vice president and other people. Oh, my gosh. So, hey, we've met it. Joseph. Hypocrisy. We have finally found it. Yes, well, it's been available. <laughs> Joseph, you're on the mark. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd like to comment on all this division that President Trump is causing. It just has me besides myself. I don't know what to do. I'm going crazy. <laughs> it's just terrible. Uh, <laughs> and then when I look at the facts, oh. who, who was it that started the division? Well, it was uh, right after he got in and took the inaugural. Uh, it was uh, Madonna. She's going to want another thing and like to blow up the White House. Then oh, it was the Ashley Judge. I'm a, I'm a nasty woman. I'll show you how nasty I can be. And that was a march on Washington. And uh, then Maxine Waters gets up and tells her people, go out and tell them they're not welcome in the restaurants, in the, wherever you see them. You know what I mean? Nancy Pelosi tears up his speech, a State of the Union speech. That That's an official document of the government. That's against the law to do that, but she did that. And all this resistance. I was in a, a Bible study, and I come into the Bible study, and uh, I seen this on the back of a car of one of the ladies that was at the Bible study. It says, join the resistance. And I was kind of naive. I really was. And I said, what's that sticker on the back of your car? And... <laughs> The preacher said, we don't, we don't want to go there. It wasn't the preacher's, but he knew who it was. And, uh, but then I learned, it's the resistance. They're the ones that's called, who's burning the, 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 the cities here? Is it Trump supporters? When Obama got in, did we act like that? Did people that would have voted for Trump, would they act like that? No, they didn't. And, and you didn't hear congressmen tell them, uh, people to go out and get in people's uh, faces that voted for Obama and so forth and so on. Uh, all this resistance is coming from the left. It's not from the uh, Trump supporters. But bear, bear in mind, Joseph, there was a period of time when I think it was Mitch McConnell or somebody on the Republican side said when Barack Obama was elected that their main goal for the next four years was going to be to keep him from doing anything. Yeah, I, I don't. I, the president accentuates the division, but you're right. He didn't well, create you it. You always have that. Uh, you always have some. I understand that. But it's never been like this. It's never been like this. you got to admit that. I want to I equate this to something, and I, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not equating Trump to the Savior in the Bible, Yahshua the Messiah. 
But, you know, when he got up against the, the, the swamp, which was corrupt Judaism in his day, he said, you're the devil, you're, you're, your father's the devil, and so forth, to the religious leaders. And he spoke, and it says, and there was a division among the people because of him. He, everywhere he went, he caused division. And after his death, burial, and resurrection, the apostles went out and taught his doctrine, and they said, here come they to turn the world upside down. So that's what President Trump has done. He's turned the world upside down in Washington, D.C., and they're out of their minds. And he even said, I'm the anointed one. And he was right. He's not a Messiah, don't misunderstand me, but he had been anointed for this day and this hour. And uh, uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> you're going to see some wonderful things happen in the future here. All right. Thank you so much, Joseph. Yeah, appreciate thank you for your appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. Uh, you you have your choice. Go wherever you wish. Okay. Speaking of super spreader events, how did things turn out in South Dakota when there was that huge biker rally? So many people are going to get sick and die, but I never really heard if any actually got sick. Do you know? I don't know whether Newsweek probably didn't do a study on that because it wouldn't fit their political narrative. That would be what? The, the uh, Sturgis rally. Yeah, well, thank you. Okay. Yeah, you know, and there was a lot of concern about that at the time. I mean, talk about a super spreader event. Quarter well, it was million reported, bikers. It was reported afterward there was an increase, but the dilemma comes in, in that particular case is those people aren't from there, so they do their diaspora and take, you know, themselves out of that situation as soon as it's over. So I'm sure some of them got it and, you know, took it to wherever they went, but most people didn't get it there and didn't take anything anywhere except themselves and their motorcycle. Well, you're assuming... You don't know. No, it was reported afterward that a few, you know, that some people got it, but it wasn't, you know, a widespread situation. Who reported this? The AP? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it was talked about. I, you know, probably CNN or somebody was talking about it. They, they seemed very concerned about that. Well, one of our emailers says, Good morning. I would like to give my opinion on masks. I think they're unnecessary. We still get colds. We've had colds forever. People have died of colds because they turn into pneumonia. Second, polls. I can't stand polls. I hope they do away with them after the election. Three, investigations into crime in Congress. Why one side and not the other? Here's my opinion. If you don't take care of crime, you have a lawless society. Laws Laws aren't going to make any difference. Philadelphia belongs to Pennsylvania Governor Wolf. Where are you? So, excuse me, I remembered you're a Democrat in a Democratic city in a Democratic situation. Sorry I made accusations, Governor Wolf. Although he has activated the National Guard to go into Philadelphia if necessary. One of our good listeners sends us a quote from Washington Post. Within weeks of the gathering that drew nearly half a million bikers, the Dakotas, along with Wyoming, Minnesota, and Montana, were leading the nation in new coronavirus infections per capita. So there you have it. So, you know, but that what does that tell potentially you? Potentially tied to this does it tell you rally? How what's the numbers? What are the actual numbers? Uh, I'm not. It's a Washington Post article. <laughs> of course it is. It's lengthy, <laughs> too long for me to read. I don't have that kind of attention span. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Rob Center. Fabulous producer, more fabulouser who could never, ever be. So we appreciate his help and hard work every single day. On the Mark, oh, Joe's here too. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Just an afterthought. <laughs> sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the Mark at WKOK com and you can text us at seven zero two three six if you're a text connect member just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at seven zero two three six in the news today of course as you heard on CBS looting and demonstrations continued overnight in Philadelphia after the fatal police shooting of Walter Wallace jr police say the protests marched on Aramingo Avenue in Philadelphia's Port Richmond neighborhood uh, on standby were individuals who live and police at Kennington neighborhoods and Fishtown. Protesters continue to face off with officers in riot gear. Walter Wallace Jr.'s family called for peace and calm last night, saying, quote, have respect for my family and my son and stop this violence and chaos that's going on in the city, uh, unquote, says Walter Wallace Sr., uh, speaking last night. A much brighter tone came from Melania Trump, who was in Chester County yesterday. Thank Thank you for all the love and support you gave us when our family was diagnosed with COVID-19. We are all feeling so much better now thanks to healthy living and some of the amazing therapeutic options available in our country. And she also said, as for her husband's tweeting... I do not always agree with the way he says things. But it is important to him that he speaks directly to the people he serves. There you go. He speaks directly to the people he serves. So we wanted you to hear that. That was at Glen, Pennsylvania, in Chester County. Kellyanne Conway, the former White House advisor, was the hostess of that event that was held there. The president himself was out in the Midwest yesterday. Because women, suburban or otherwise, they want security. They want security. They want safety. They want law and order. They have to have law and order. And we're going to do great. And I love women, and I can't help it. They're the greatest. I love them much more than the men. Much more than the men. So I'm saving suburbia. I'm getting your kids back to school. Get your kids back to school. And you know what else? I'm also getting your husbands. They want to get back to work, right? They want to get back to work. We're getting your husbands back to work, and everybody wants there, I rest my case. Well, what's your case? Uh, He's creating jobs. He's trying to get the economy oh, okay. going again. Isn't that funny that that's what you take away That's from exactly that. what he said. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ivanka Trump, the daughter and advisor to President Donald John Trump, will pay a visit to the city of Pittsburgh at 1 o'clock today. She says, quote, I'm excited to once again be back in the great state of Pennsylvania to discuss how President Trump will keep bringing the country forward, she said in a statement. So uh, there's that. Uh, some other headlines very briefly here. Another student tested positive for COVID-19 in the Danville Area School District, but they do not have to close down any schools. As a result, Danville School District teachers say they'll go on strike next week, and why not? They say they're distant on wages, length of contract, and health care, especially on the health care. Some of the co-pays, they say, will total hundreds of dollars for the teachers. Uh, School board's going to talk about this tonight in a public meeting at Danville. And Pennsylvanians are urged to hand-deliver mail-in ballot 
ballots immediately. Governor Tom Wolf and the State Secretary of State, Kathy Bookvar, say voters who still have their mail-in ballots are strongly encouraged to drop them off at their county election or other officially designated site rather than mail them. Governor Wolf says doing so will give voters peace of mind that their vote will be counted. He said voters shouldn't wait until Election Day. The governor says the U.S. Postal Service cannot guarantee a ballot would be delivered in the week ahead. In Pennsylvania, today's the deadline to apply for a ballot. Oh, I'm sorry, that was a paragraph from yesterday. That is no longer true. Yesterday was the deadline to apply for that in-person ballot. Well, we have a text here that I think says it all from the left. It says, good morning. I want abortion. I want clean air. I want no religion. I want Trump out of office. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. <laughs> I want abortion. Yeah, most people say they don't like it, but if a woman wishes to choose, and that's her private decision. Let's have decision. abortions willy-nilly for everyone. Well, I don't know. How about health care for all, abortions for all? Is What's that okay? What's the one above it? Something it says, about good morning. Biden has a commercial about his pandemic plan. One is doubling our testing at testing sites. So, oh well, that's true. That would, I have seen that. Well, that would be, you know, testing is the president's been talking about ramping up testing, and I think testing is going on the increase. And he's done that. He's got these rapid tests that they're going to deploy millions of that the the government has paid for. Yeah, but Joe, if you wanted a free COVID test right now, you still could not get one. Oh, I did. That's, I got one at Walmart a couple months ago or a month or so ago. Right, because you had symptoms. That wasn't. No, just, I had no symptoms. I was in the. Didn't you category. come in contact with somebody? No, it was my age. My age made oh, me okay. eligible to get that test. Well, everybody should be able to get a COVID test anytime they want one and, and pay for it. I'm not saying that the government should pay for it. Like, I get to see my parents, and so if I wish to have a COVID test prior to seeing them, I think I should be able to do so if I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, but right now, you can't. That's not available. Why? Well, I, I guess you're all right. What, what if I want an EKG? Should I be able to get that any time I want it? <laughs> hey, I'd like one of those, and I'd like a CAT scan. Uh, I bet and you could go to even hospital and get one. Can I get an MRI today? I mean, I should have one. I want one. Although, if you went to CVS and said I have $600 for a COVID test, guess what? Uh, I think you have a runny nose. Come on back. Well, they're more than willing to give me my flu shot. Right. And they did. For free. <laughs> yeah, and Geisinger has actual free tests or flu shots for people, so... Well, and, and it, really, your up. insurance takes care of it. I, I've never paid for it, and if you... Well, the Geisinger ones are free, free, free. They're not even yeah, billing your insurance. I, where I went, I not only got a free flu shot, I got a $5 coupon. You never did. I did. Oh, good for you. <laughs> for what? What's the Anything coupon? I wanted to buy in the store. Oh, at Walmart? No, Target. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. Yeah, Target <laughs> I could use a coupon for. But seriously, I mean, I think that testing has to be relevant. In other words, there has to, I think there has to be a reason for it. We still have because, room to go. That's all I'm saying. But if I go in today and I have no symptoms, what does the test tell me? Well, I have no symptoms, and it confirms I don't have it. Right. And what if I went in today with no symptoms, and it said I did have it? What would be the result of that? Positive test. Right. And then I would have to quarantine myself, right? Right. All right. Yes. I would have to do that. But, you know, what, <laughs> what would be odds? so wrong with knowing that? <laughs> well, it's just, it's just that if I have no symptoms, I have no reason to get the test. No, that's not true. I would rather it go unless it's my age. I mean, if you're in one of the in one of the what do they call them at risk groups, mm-hmm. there I would comorbidity. Agree with you. There I agree with you. You should be able to get the test anytime you want it, just for your own satisfaction. But a young twenty four year old person who is in perfect physical shape, walking down the street, no coughs, nothing. 
you know, it seems like a waste of money to send them in for a test unless they have some specific reason to believe they need it. Costco has an opportunity for you to buy a COVID test online. It costs $129. So one of our good listeners sends us that. We appreciate that. And then right underneath that ad is a picture of one of our former employees. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) On the Costco ad. So we appreciate that. Well, you know, we were talking about, we had that email that said abortions for all. I found this story very interesting. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer claimed to care for generations yet unborn Monday as he railed against the confirmation of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett because she is purportedly pro-life. The pro-abortion Democrat's hypocrisy was blatant as he expressed compassion for unborn babies in one sentence and then supported abortion on demand in the next. At the end of this sordid chapter in the history of the Senate, in the history of the Supreme Court, my deepest and greatest sadness is for the American people. Generations yet unborn will suffer the consequences of this nomination, Schumer said. The New York politician made the statement when the U.S. Senate voted to confirm Barrett on Monday evening in a party-line vote. Barrett is a pro-life conservative Catholic and a well-respected law professor at Notre Dame University. She believes that life begins at conception and once signed an open letter that described abortions as barbaric. Her confirmation creates a 6-3 conservative majority on the Supreme Court. You know, so he's saying on one hand, he says, I don't think allowing unborn babies to live and enjoy life qualifies as suffering. So how that, that's what one of the people who re- remarked about what he had to say. So allowing young uh, unborn children <laughs> to be born, how is that suffering future generations? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That has nothing to do with President Trump or, or COVID tests or anything no, else. No, but it's so. got to do with, you know, the hypocrisy. I mean, let's get back to Amy Coney Barrett for a minute. Do you for a moment believe that four years ago, if the Democrats had been in control of the Senate in the last year before a presidential election, they wouldn't have put Merrick Garland through? Of course they would. They had of course it was they 11 would. months ahead of the inauguration. But what's the difference? The president is still the president up to the last I'm not complaining day. about putting her on the court. Okay. She was quite qualified, you know, but right. why, why no would argument you call there. it? Well, I, I, I think people still have valid concerns about her You uh, agree with her, Chuck her Schumer? Judgment. It's a stain upon the Senate? <laughs> I don't I know. I think about. Chuck Schumer's a stain upon the Senate. Well, he suffers from incumbency disease very bad. You, once you've been there for as long as he has, you lose total perspective. Yeah, talk about fomenting division. That's his speciality. <laughs> All right, we've got a call coming in. We've got an email up in the right-hand corner. Joe, What uh, this relates to what you were reading, I believe. So the man that said, I want abortion, maybe someday the Lord's going to allow you to speak to one of those aborted babies. Ah, okay, yeah, when you get to heaven. Another well, one says, good that morning. you can be an abortion advocate and get there. One of our good listeners says, good morning. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. If it's Trump or Obama Jr., I'll take Trump. Most of Biden's points are misleading or untrue. We deal with a greedy, corrupt world, and Americans are sick of paying for it. And the speaker of Hunter's and the, and the specter of Hunter's laptop being kept off of the front of most newspapers is very unsettling. All right. Uh, Signed by Mike. Don't say anything else about the laptop, please. We're not talking about well, I know. Of course, no, 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 we're, no, no, we're covering no, it Chuck, up. We're covering it up. I said don't talk about that. Right. We're going to cover it up. We're and, doing a good uh, job. <laughs> it says most of Biden's points are misleading or true, but that is also very true of the president. And so that's a wash. You know, I, both of them sort of have, uh, I can say whatever I want, itis, and maybe somebody will believe it, but uh, they got extensively fact-checked after their debate, and, and almost 
everything either of them said was either exaggerated or just outright blatantly un- untrue. So the president has 20,000 lies. No one's ever counted up Joe's lies over the 47 over the 40 years. Over years. Well, probably totals 40. How, how or probably totals 20,000. Well, it might total 40,000. Right, but these are the best we can do. But we do not want the buffoon in office any more years. Hey. Oh, I said it, didn't I? Yes, you did. Was my mic hot when I said it? It was hot when oh, you said, boy. called the President of the United States a buffoon. Sorry. I said I wouldn't do that, and I did. Well, you've been consistent. I've been lying all along. You're I'm probably sort of like a, Joe Biden in that regard. I'm probably up to 20,000 lies just on, on the mark. Graduate at the top of your law school class with three degrees? <laughs> <laughs> I did, and I could take you on, Joe, anytime in intellect, and I would win. Another misleading statement. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Look at Trump and the work ethic. A lot of us people, we grew up with a great work ethic. Trump's out there doing uh, about four rallies every day. Uh, Biden did one yesterday, I guess. Very seldom does he go out amongst the people. And Trump's going to step it up. I think he said five or six. Well, he's desperate, too. I mean, keep that in mind. It's not like he's uh, just normal campaign mode or anything. Uh, Yeah, it's good to play it safe. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. I think that's what Trump's doing. He don't take it for granted that he's going to win. He's out there working. He has his family working. They all are behind him, every one of them. And he's busy every day. And that's the one thing people like us out here appreciate about our president. And I, I concur a hundred percent with Joseph's call there right before the break. That's that's why we support Trump right there. He's the savior, not, not like Joseph says. Not to, not to Dan, right, somebody was. T- I can't seem right. to find it here. CBS reported on an overnight poll that said that the president's um, uh, campaigning is effective and that it, it does have an impact on voters in the states where he's at. I can't, I'm sure it was on CBS. Somebody did overnight polling after he had visited uh, like three or four places over the weekend saying that it does uh, help people change their minds. I mean, if they're undecided, I don't think it would uh, change somebody's mind if they're already a, a Trump supporter or a uh, Joe Biden supporter. Well, I can't seem to find it. But anyway, so I, I think he's campaigning like this because it's effective. And, of course, he is desperate. He does not wish to lose the election. So if you could do three or four visits a day, um, I would, too. But do you take the ambition of that man? It, it It's taxing to go in front of crowds like that, you know, he spends a lot of time there. Oh, a lot of them are over one hour long. And he does that four or five times, plus doing the political, running the country besides that. And, and in this election, it, there's never... There might have been other clear-cut choices, but this one's more clear-cut between right 
and wrong. There's never been one clear cut like this. On one side, I see the hammer and the sickle in the background. In the other one, I see the eagle. Freedom. That's what I see in this election. And I Never see the de- more clear cut. Well, I see the destruction of the environment, the embarrassment of the U.S., uh, more people dying from COVID, their dog whistles, and I see a president who's negotiated peace treaties in the Middle East, who's brought jobs back from America, who's worked to lower the cost of drugs, who's instituted a <laughs> massive response to try and defeat the coronavirus. That's what I see. Okay. Oh, amen. Just depends All on what the you great see. Things <laughs> Trump has done. And uh, news media and people caught up in the left wing can't give Trump credit for one thing. You don't hear a lefty call in this station and give Trump credit for one thing that he's done great. The list is long. But what is it with them? What is it that they can't give Trump any credit for anything? All right, we'll have to let people answer on their own. Thank I'd you love so much, to Dan. Know what it is? All right, I really would. Well, you can't call a guy worthless and then turn around and admit that he's worth something, and I think that's the problem they face, Dan. Thank you so much, uh, Dan. Very, very, very much appreciate your calls. Uh, we got a caller standing by. We'll take a quickie break. We will be right back. Whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. You'll always be treated like a champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under twenty grand for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays. L.A. Dodgers, no matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, Mark Lawrence here, Joe's here, Rob's there, and you're where you are. Uh, Bobby, first up on the mark. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yes. uh, Good morning, everyone. I'd like to uh, compliment Sunbury Broadcasting and WKOK for having the program on that was on uh, yesterday with the, uh, you know, what I call the uh, forum of the candidates and that to have... uh, you know, to have Senator Gordner and uh, Michelle Siegel on and, you know, the questions and everything that were asked and everything. And that, you know, how much of the media today does that? I mean, you know, there might be a debate here or there with the president and such and such, but there are other candidates uh, running for office. And I'd like to compliment uh, Sunbury Broadcasting for for giving the candidates a chance. Well, Joe did a fabulous job timing it as well, even though I surprised him at the end with an extended time frame on one of the things. Well, uh, John Gordner said he had been interviewed by the newspaper, so there's media doing something with candidates, so there's that. Um, And the Chamber of Commerce uh, organized one, too. Right. Yes. So I think that that's a good... There's a good effort, uh, you know, to... uh, uh, 
like say spread the word and you know try to inform the public before they vote the, di- the difference is bobby the media is i think always willing to do it the problem is the <laughs> candidates don't want to always do right, it the right. incumbents <laughs> right. don't go looking for trouble all right thank you bobby Thanks, appreciate bob. the call right. cindy oh i'm sorry i cut off his goodbye sorry about that uh cindy one minute go ahead one minute okay you know i support a woman's right to choose in fact i believe we should all have absolute control over our bodies which we don't here in america today but you might then conclude that i would be against amy barrett for her for being on the supreme court but i'm not because she is a highly educated highly prepared top of her class in law school for goodness sakes and she is the empathy that I saw her show in um, when the hearings, when a young woman came forward who was blind and they, the university had failed to supply her with the equipment she needed, and she's, the young woman said that Amy Coney Barrett told her, well, now this is my problem, not just your problem. So she's obviously a very empathetic person. Not that that should enter into her reading of the Constitution, which I, you know, it fascinates me how people read the same piece of paper and see such different stories. Oh, Cindy, she's going to kill the Affordable Care Act and legalize Roe v. Wade herself. No, illegalize it. Or illegalize oh, you know, it. The thing you. that's ridiculous about that is let's look at John Roberts, who was put on the court as a conservative judge. Who saved the Unaffordable Health Insurance Act, Mark? Do you know? He did. Who saved one it? of the justices. John Roberts it. did. He cast the he deciding did. vote. He rewrote the darn thing in order to save it. So to suggest that these people are monolithic thinkers, I think, is a big mistake. John Roberts has crossed over. Kavanaugh has crossed over. Uh, frankly, I don't hear much about the liberal justices siding with the conservative ones. All right. Far more Thank you. conservative ones side with the liberal ones. Amen. That Thank you so much. The other way yep, doesn't seem to happen at all. The call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Al is next up. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Good morning. I was to the rally down in Lancaster Airport. Oh, that means you're <laughs> not a super spreader. <laughs> That's exactly what I know. <laughs> um, if you wear a mask, you know the virus is a thousand times smaller than a hair, so I don't think the mask is going to do anything. But anyways, there was a lot of groups down there supporting Trump, and he acknowledged them. Uh, There was a bunch of Amish people behind him, men supporting him, and women, Amish men and women there together. And they had some VIP seating so you could see them on the camera. And then uh, right in front of me, I was one of the first hundred people there. Um, Right in front of me um, was the VIP section, and... uh, they had Jews for President Trump right in front of me, so and he recognized those young fellows that were there, and he recognized the Amish people that were there and tribute to them. And I'll tell you, when President Trump's speaking at one of these rallies, you, you, you think they're all totally rowdy, but they're, you know, with the boisterous and support. But, um, there are times <clears throat> when Trump lowers his voice and you could hear a pin drop, and he lets you hang in suspense. He is really talking to the people, and the enthusiasm at these things are, this is my fifth one, and this was the only one I saw a guy show up in the morning, and he must have been out partying all night, and uh, 
was the only time I really ever saw anybody. And he didn't really act up. He was just over-enthusiastic, and then he got himself <laughs> in trouble. Um, and they warned him, and then he calmed down, and they waited until he was even calmed down. And then they went over and talked him into leaving. So they didn't really throw him out, but that was the most trouble I've, I, I've ever seen. And we were uh, standing in line before 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Good for you. Well, that's exciting. Okay. Well, super. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks. I got great pictures, pictures too. Good. Well, send us one. Yeah, if you're you're up close, send us a good picture. Email it to newsroom at wkok.com. All right. Well, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Eric, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, In response to Dan, our good friend from uh, New Berlin, um, I, I do give President Trump credit. I do give President Trump credit. I consider myself a moderate, not a left-winger, but I, I want to give President Trump some credit. <clears throat> I give President Trump credit for driving up the greatest deficit this country has ever faced. I give to President Trump credit for perpetuating myths about uh, the COVID virus uh, being turning the corner, he's calling it. We have some now some of the highest death tolls, and our hospitals are filling up again. I give President, President Trump credit for being a model taxpayer who always pays his taxes and then is, is willing to report his, uh, his uh, tax returns so the American people can see for themselves. Uh, just reported this morning that he had, for, had forgiven now a, a debt of $250 million because he sued the bank in Chicago. So we got out of that debt. Uh, I want to thank the president also for... Uh, <laughs> For just being a you know upstarting guy, uh, yes, the peacemaker. He has done a good job. We we moved the capital of Jerusalem to Jerusalem. Fine, but thank you for uh, solving that situation in North Korea by buddying up to uh, the little toady over there and, and elevating him to uh, a status that he doesn't deserve. And now North Korea has more weapons and more of a threat than ever. So yeah, a lot of things like to thank the president for. Do you mind me asking him, you a question? Do you mind me asking you a question? Just out of curiosity. Sure, Joe. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, how much money over the eight years he was president did uh, President Obama reduce the national debt by? Uh, last time I saw, uh, Mr. Obama is not on the uh, is not on the election. Are you, are you voting? For no, Mr. but Obama? you're saying that you're. Not. Let's talk about Mr. Biden. Let's talk about. I'm talking about the standing president of the United States who. Uh, all of your your, You're call, missing many my of your point. callers call in and say we're being too critical of. We, as an American citizen, we have every right to be critical of our leaders and hold them to what they have done and not done in four years. No, I'm not. I'm not faulting another you. Four years. I'm not faulting you for that. I'm just saying you, you say the president's presided over this large national debt. He didn't create it all, and, the, and Barack Obama didn't reduce the national debt by one cent. In fact, he made and, it the but largest. Who has set the largest deficit in history, Joe? The largest who? up to that point. It was Barack Obama. Up to that point, I'm talking about in the last four years. Let's just talk about 2020. <laughs> Who of has course. the largest deficit, Joe? Who? Barack, Ob- Barack Obama created it, President Trump. No, but now, I asked you a question. Are we going to talk about a question? I'm talking about Barack Obama is not on the ballot. I know he's not on the Mr. ballot. Trump is. But you're ignoring and your, the your fact... Your previous caller said you want to give him credit. I just got him credit for a lot of things. Yeah, right. <laughs> did I not? No, you didn't. And did I lie? You said he... Well, come on. I mean, even You even ignore the fact that he negotiated peace treaties with three Arab countries who are now normalizing relations with Israel. And three, you, you and demeaned three, it. Three, three countries who I'm concerned about are going to push a button someday and drop a nuclear weapon on, on Harrisburg? 
Those three countries I'm, I'm worried about? Well, or am I worried about North Korea, who continues to perpetuate and have nuclear weapons? But have they done have anything? Have they bigger, bigger missiles and big, And we've elevated that crazy person because he can now say, look, I'm standing beside the President of the United States, right in my country. Look who I brought in. Has he, he rattled, elevated him. Has he rattled any sabers recently? No. Uh, yes, they, they just, they're developing bigger and bigger missiles. But they're not using them. They're launching them, them into, into the sea right now, but, you know, take that azimuth and, and move it a few degrees, you know, and you'll be dropping right in South Korea and we'll have a war. Last I heard, they haven't been releasing any missiles. They haven't been firing anything. They've been building, but so is Russia, so is China. So what, what do you, what's the difference? And, wow. and who's, who's President Trump's best buddy over there? Mr. Putin. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of concerns. How about and, you? And do you have great, any concerns about... We, we've, and I guess, I guess we've negotiated a treaty with Niger as the last one. You have any, I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about nuclear proliferation. I'm concerned about, you know, bombs dropping on me. And those peace treaties he's negotiated doesn't have a wit or worth about that. So to say he's a great negotiator doesn't mean anything in my book. So in other words, historically, the Middle East has been a tinderbox where the Democrats, when the president uh, moved the embassy, said, oh, he's going to start the Third World War in the Middle East. It's going to be a disaster. Hasn't happened, has it? And you know the that's exactly what they start said. With North Korea, Joe. No, you know it, and I know it. No, and you know he has failed there. But you, you don't. You want to keep your head in the sand. He hasn't failed. No, I think it's your head in the sand, my friend. All right, <laughs> both of you sandheads. We got to stop you there. North Korea is a threat. I'm Eric, a question. thank you it so much be, for it, calling in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care, Eric. It could be a threat, but I think the president has neutralized that threat to a large degree. All right. Well, uh, there's no argument that the biggest deficits in history have been under President Trump, but the pandemic uh, greatly exacerbated that. Right. So a trillion. So, what was that trillion dollar thing? And who are the, who's trying to do a four trillion dollar add on? The Democrats. Right, another are. one. So well, and if you think that Joe Biden will do anything except double and redouble the debt, but I think. I love it. They ha- they want a Nancy Pelosi wants a four trillion dollar bailout, and then they blame the president for raising the national debt because he signs it. <laughs> he All signs right, it. we'll take a quickie break. We got callers coming in. Mike is standing by. Emailers are waiting. Uh, no we have two mics. And, and, two mics. Oh, the ones not just the ones we speak into right. as well. We'll be right back. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Through the passionate and careful work being done in our communities, cities, and states all across our beautiful and powerful country, we will triumph over this virus. All right. Thank you so much, Melania Trump, speaking in Chester County, a place I've been several times. One of our emailers says, Eric, even when you try and say you're going to give credit and be positive, 
it comes out negative. All right, I'm right into that one. And then my question is, if Biden wins, how can I be a good Biden supporter? I will not support abortions. I will not support climate change. I will not support higher taxes for small businesses that make over $400,000. I will not support trade deals that give them to the advantage, give them the advantage. So that's my, what's my answer? Where do I put my support in for him? How do I do that? Well, you have to do as President uh, Trump's opponents have done in the U.S. You have to support the U.S. and America and participate in the political discussion and let the president know how you feel. I don't have to agree with President Trump, but he's still my president. He's done a few things right, and he's done quite a few things wrong. Here's where I differ from people like Eric and their their views. He's saying that Trump has the largest uh, debt in the country's history. But if Barack Obama had kept his promise to reduce the national debt, President Trump would not have run it up that much. It would not have been historic levels. My point is that all these people, no one is interested in reducing the national debt. No Republican, no Democrat. Right. Because From George keep, Washington on. They can't keep spending. In other words, they all win election by promising to give you more. My gosh, Biden is promising me the world, the moon, the stars, the sun. What year was it that we had no national debt? There was a period, I think it was in the, uh, oh, maybe the 20s, or, or at least we had a... I mean, the last time we had a balanced budget was a few years ago. Well, that was under President Clinton. Clinton, But um, I think we were debt-free as a nation in the early Early, 1800s. Well, it may have been later than that. You know who talks about that is um, the man who wrote the history books. His name escapes me. His show is on when ours is on, so I can never think of his name. Anyway, 1-800-795-9565. we got one open line. Mike is next. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, just a couple of things there. Uh, Eric was very concerned about nuclear weapons, but you have to remind him that it's the Democrat left that's always been against uh, incoming ballistic missile uh, defense systems, okay? They, 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 they've tried to shoot that idea down, saying that if we don't have a strong defense, our, our enemies won't build nuclear weapons. So, you know, he, he really needs to, to bone up on uh, what the world really is instead of, you know, t- his talking points from CNN and MSNBC. And really, Mark, I wanted to talk about the election, but I want to ask you this. I listened to uh, John Gordner and his opponent, uh, whose name escapes me at this time. Cause Michelle Siegel. I just don't. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And they should remember that, actually. But in any case, did I hear Gordner call her a flat-out liar several times? I mean, right to her face, said she's a liar? He did. And, he didn't and call you her a liar. There. He said she lied about specific events. <laughs> well, okay, yes, excellent point. Thank you. Uh, I guess that's a, a, a minuscule difference, but yes, he, he did didn't say, say she, that she always lies about everything. Well, if I say you're a liar, that implies you lie about a lot of things. He just said she lied about two specific things. Right. Well, th- thanks for clearing that. Did she? I mean, I, I was so taken back by that comment that I, I didn't even hear her response. Did she defend herself? Well, if somebody just did... keeps saying something about you that is irritating, I think, uh, you know, uh, Senator Gordner gets to the point of irritation where he just says, look, if, you, if you're going to say something that's not true, that you are lying about that. She has been corrected on these topics and declines to update her information or her remarks. And so he's, after, you know, initially you could just say, well, you're misspeaking, you're stated it or you're misinformed or whatever but if he keeps saying the same thing over and over then that's why he did that I'm sure he's frustrated at you know because that certainly isn't his nature just to refer to people that have said untrue things about him or anything else as, as lying. Uh, lying no I'm not being critical of John Gordner I'm just <clears throat> I'm just kind of appalled 
by the fact that this woman didn't seem to mount any defense uh, of being called a liar on these particular things and didn't defend herself. She just basically, it, it, to be perfectly honest, it just sounded like, okay, yeah, I lied about that. We're moving on. And, and, and that's, that was the impression that I got. I, I mean, that, that's where I'm at. Now, as far as the election, the, Eric said this is a very important election. And I, I really honestly believe, as, as strongly as he believes, but we're just coming from opposite directions. I do believe that this election is so important for two critical reasons. Number one, the Democrats from Obama forward have said they want to fundamentally change this country. And, and, they, and, and when they say they want to fund, fundamentally change it, they want everybody, not to be equal, uh, or they, they want you know they want to get rid of the rich. They want to you know bring up the poor, have everybody in the middle. And the only way to do that is basically socialism. Okay, and, and they don't want to use the word socialism, and they want to defend it by saying, well, social security, socialism, Medicare, socialism. But but the, but the reality is they want control. And what frightens me the most out of this whole election season is seeing how the social media platforms suppress news and how the mainstream media refuses to cover topics and the bottom line for me is in the future we're not going to have newspapers you probably saw salt lake city's two newspapers are going to be shutting down okay we're going to have social media and that's where people are going to get their information and if the social media uh, tycoons and oligarchs are in bed with the democrat left the only news that's going to be coming out is something that's positive for the left and anti for the right and, and history shows, I, I like to listen to people that came from other countries that were attacked by socialism, that came to the United States. And I like to hear them talk and, and say, hey, this is what we saw there, and we're seeing the same thing here. But none of those people ever really get on the mainstream news. There's so much at risk right now. Uh, the, la- the last thing I want to say, I just saw David Gergen on, uh, I believe it was MSNBC or CNN. Oh, yeah, I'm not wrap sure which up, one. wrap up. we got other callers waiting. Okay. He was he was he was really hoping for a Democrat sweep so that they could restructure the uh, the voting districts in all the house and all the state houses. Well, I thought the Democrats were against gerrymandering. Well, here's David Gergen saying, "Hey, let's let's sweep this thing so we can get the Democrats to gerrymand it the way we want." So you know what? <laughs> they're they're not out for us. They're out for power, and I believe Donald Trump is out for the people, and that's where I'm casting my vote. Gergen okay. accidentally spoke the truth Thank yesterday, you, so that's uh, what happened. Here's the answer to your question: On January eighth, eighteen thirty-five. President Andrew Jackson paid off the entire national debt, the only time in U.S. history that's been accomplished. The panic of 1837 then followed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What was the panic of 1837? 1837. What was the panic? Well, it was a financial run. Now we call them recessions, but this is just when people were Mm. panicked about the economy. And hard money was hard to come by back then. All right. We invite you to visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai vehicle line online. And you can check out the pre-owned inventory, too. they got the Carfax and everything you need to know uh, to purchase a vehicle online safely and sanitarily right from your home. We invite you to do what I did. I stopped by yesterday and upgraded to a Ford F-150. I was ordering and looking at a Ranger, but I decided we're in basically the same price range anyway, and Kyle was right. Might as well 
look at an F-150, and the price is going to be in the mid-40s, but it's gorgeous black. It's got uh, two sets of seats and an eight-foot bed and uh, sunroof and, of course, four-wheel drive, an EcoBoost motor, and high gasoline mileage, so it's going to be the perfect truck for me. So we're upgrading to an F-150, and so you will no longer be hearing about the ongoing uh, six-year process of selecting my new Ford Ranger. We are switching to F-150, so <laughs> we have to start that whole process. i got to get my uh, F-150 literacy going, but we invite you to do what I've done, become a happy customer of the Sunbury Motor Company. Whether you're cheering for L.A. or Tampa Bay in the World Series, you'll hit a home run with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia. You'll always be treated like a champion at SMC. Hurry in now and check out the 2020 Kia Fortes. Sunbury Motors Kia has them starting at $17,998. Under twenty grand for a brand new car. Sunbury Motors also has 24 2020 Kia Seltos available. You have to check out this hard-to-find, small-sized, all-wheel drive crossover. All prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. Remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Tampa Bay Rays. L.A. Dodgers, no matter who wins the national title, you'll be the big winner with a new Kia from Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. Welcome back. we got to get to our callers. Two minutes apiece, callers. Um, we start out with Mike. Two minutes, sir. Go right ahead. Two whole minutes. <laughs> wow. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, and 10 seconds is gone. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Trump got a a lot of hoopla about Trump's uh, efforts to broker a peace between uh, UAR and Israel uh, so that they're not enemies anymore. And a lot less hoopla when it was found out that soon after that, Trump, uh, the administration, brokered a, uh, a huge military deal with the UAR to sell F-35 fighter jets to the UAR, which which made people in Israel start thinking twice about uh, peace agreements brokered by the Trump administration. A company, a country like UAR, getting F-35 fighter jets uh, makes uh, uh, it decreases Israeli's uh, military superiority over over its. Uh, centuries-old enemies in the Middle East. But they're not going so to be enemies think, anymore. I don't think these peace agreements with UAR are such a good idea for Israel, does it seem? Well, they're not going to be enemies anymore. That was the whole point of the treaty and normalization of uh, well, relations. The treaty's a piece of paper. The UAR's got F-35 fighter jets now. And the, and the uh, Israelis and, have a lot of weapons, too. I'm not... Listen, Mr. Conservative, I'm not making this up. <laughs> the people and folks in Israel are having second thoughts about this this peace agreement on account of the uh, of the uh, arms sales to the UAR by the United States. You mean UAE, the United Arab U- yeah. Emirates? Excuse me, UAE. I'm sorry. That's all right, Mr. United Liberal. Arab Emirates. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you Thanks, so much, Mr. Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate I'll that. I'll call you Mr. Liberal. You can call me Mr. Conservative. John, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Two minutes. Hello, John. John. Yes, yep, John. Ahead. Oh, I went to Chris. Oh, Chris is next. I'm sorry, not John. I'm <laughs> I'm all totally out of combobulation here. Go ahead. Well, 
first of all, I think uh, Sidney was mistaken. I don't believe there was any criticism of Trump about saying about what he said about masks when the doctors were not recommending them, or at least not recommending the medical masks, because they needed them for uh, the big cities where the, the virus was running out of control and there was going to be a shortage of them. I don't remember one word of criticism about Trump on that. But very soon, they did find that masks have all have been more effective than they ever dreamed they would be. And there's a lot of proof of that. Uh, Iowa is now one, one state where you can look it up because the Republicans, having a Democratic governor, passed a law that uh, allowed the commissioners of any state to bow out of any emergency declaration that got issued. So when the governor of Iowa uh, said masks were mandated, uh, the, the conservative counties where they had control avoided the order for their county. And so in Iowa you have a comparison of counties that have it, had, had wore masks and enforced masks, and the counties that didn't. And the, the, the counties that had the higher rate of, of coronavirus uh, were the ones that had the mask mandate in place and were the Democratic counties. All right, we've got to take the next call. Thank and you so much. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I've got to make it fair here. John, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just wanted to mention another uh, Orwellian moment. Uh, yesterday, the uh, White House Science Office uh, listed an accomplishment as uh, ending the pandemic. What? So, yeah, uh, it's from uh, the Trump administration's science and technology accomplishments from the first term. Oh, my gosh. So, well, thank heaven. That works out yeah, nicely. It, yeah, the, uh, they licked it. So, uh, also, what, there are 83,000 new uh, cases on Friday, which is the highest single-day total in the United States. And uh, um, so, you know, this, uh, I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, why anyone would believe this guy uh, when this, I mean, and this is listed in, if you want to read it, I mean, Forbes magazine, I'm looking right at it, uh, quoting from them. And also that uh, uh, Trump hasn't been to a uh, COVID task force meeting in months. They only meet once a week now. Uh, Pence is the head of that, but I guess he's too busy uh, ca campaigning. And uh, so, uh, I don't know, uh, The uh, I think it's been a terrible uh, job by the administration in response to uh, the COVID um, uh, outbreak, and uh, I think it's been bad on the economy. It's not an either-or thing. Uh, it's been simple from, the from I don't know, months. It's the half a year now. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Uh, do social distancing and it's never been touted by the administration and because he's such a narcissist you know he has these rallies that um, um, infect people and uh, violate those basic tenets all right, all right listen, have a good day hey thanks, thanks for hey, calling you too, appreciate john. your call jim thank you so much for calling in john john sorry <laughs> looked at the sheet wrong <laughs> earl it was nice working with you today <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and you blame Joe Biden for having cognitive issues. Uh, George, <laughs> you're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.